Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Welcome everyone to Between the Covers, an inspiring podcast series where you can learn more about our fantastic brand new Aussie authors, dive into the process of writing and discover just what goes on with the writing process. I'm Kelly Wilson and today I have the great pleasure of being joined by brand new Aussie author Ian Saunders and we're going to be having a chat about his new book, The Islands. How are you today, Ian? Um, well, thanks, Carol. Nice to meet you. And you too. And thank you for joining us, Ian. I'm really, really quite intrigued about this book. Listeners, I have to read you the blurb to set the scene. So Ian's written about a character called Bree, and it says, It began innocently enough, a detour to catch a glimpse of mischief. Once a reef, now one of the new Chinese naval bases built from the ruins on the floor of South China Sea. All Bree remembered was the looming frigate, their own yacht, reduced to splinters in an instant, and Johnny shouting in horror from the cabin as everything was engulfed in the boiling of black ocean foam. Then the sand, a thirst, and not knowing what was to come. Wow, Ian, that, uh, that blurb in itself has got me interested. <laughs> Can that's you... good. That's great. Yeah, that's what it's all about, right? <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed. Can you set the scene for us? Tell us a little bit about what your book, The Islands, um, is all about. Sure. Um, well, let's start with that beginning. It starts yeah. with a collision uh, between a yacht, a sailing yacht of families on a holiday, mm-hmm and a very large ocean-going ship. And I recall reading about something like that years and years ago and then made it my own. Nice. You only, you only need to be on a small sailing yacht in the middle of the ocean to realise how big those ships are <laughs> and how small you are. Yes. <laughs> and the result of the, the – there is a collision and the result of that is that the small boat, the yacht, is – reduced to nothing in an instant. How frightening. <laughs> in in my story, there are two survivors. Two of the four people survive and are washed up on a small island. Nice. And they're children. It's not a it's not a book for children, but they're no. children. Um and really the story the novel takes takes impetus from that moment, from what happens on the island, from why they were hit by the other boat, from what they discover on the island, and what possibilities lie ahead. Wow. Now, I've had a look at your media kit and, it you know, your book is coming under the genre of adventure and suspense, which clearly it certainly is. But also having a look um, at your research, would you say that this book you have written because of your historical interest in China and the surrounds? 
I'm a little bit, I find it a little bit difficult to describe it in terms of genre. Yeah. If it was me giving it a title. Yes. Uh, action, suspense, thriller would be the last thing I would have ah. put it under. Okay. So tell me what would you put it so under? So there, there is an element of that, but that's to me not important at all. Wow. Okay. Um, it's based on a romance. A very old romance, um, The Tempest by Shakespeare. And if you, the beginning of the novel intertwines the story of the children on the island and the story of another shipwreck, another people arriving on an island, and that's how The Ah, Tempest begins. Clever, clever. (laughs) Um, My Tempest is set in the contemporary day and it's set in the South China Sea. The other Tempest is about rewriting historical wrongs, at least in the eyes of one of the protagonists, Prospero. Yes. Yes. My Tempest is about rewriting historical wrongs, at least in the eyes of the inhabitants of another island, which is the nearby island of Mischief or Meiji Jiao, um, an island that the Chinese have made their own. And for them, it's rewriting the story of British colonialism to become a new story of Chinese power. Uh-huh. So, yes, it's a historical story. Yes, it is. That's that's what I picked up, yes. In terms of going back in to a literary beginning, but going back not so long, maybe 100 years, 200 years, to a historical conflict between the British and the Chinese now reworking itself although the shoe's on the other foot. Yes, how interesting. And obviously you're really well-researched in this area. Is that what sort of drew you for the inspiration for the characters? A few things uh, drew me, Cal. Yeah. One was definitely that, Yeah. Um, trying to figure out how to make sense of that, yeah, that time. Uh, point of global conflict, mm. but to make make sense of it not in terms of a historical or a political treatise but in terms of a novel about people. Clever. Um, and hence the Brie is, is key to it all. She's the girl from Hong Kong, which is halfway between the West and China, and indeed her father is English, her mother is Chinese. We only learn that later in the book. Yeah, wow. So it's very um, multi-layered then. Well, I hope so. I yeah. hope so. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. And and why are you so passionate about this region of the world? It's a region I know well. Okay. Um, so it, it seems to me to bring together many things um, of interest historically, politically, yeah. but also environmentally. Uh, which is the another thread running through the book. The South China Sea has become a kind of environmental litmus test yes. in terms of the new colonisation. It, it was um, unex- well unexploited for many years and it has suddenly become very exploited. Mm. Yes. So for me as a site... It's a very exciting, very rich site. It's also um, 
precisely where Hong Kong is located at the mm. edge, one edge of the mm. South China Sea. Mm. And and my imagined world, as, as it were, centres on Hong Kong as yeah, that wow. semi-mythical meeting point between cultures. Yeah. Ian, it, it sounds just in, uh, uh, something that I would love to delve into straight away because it's just I would learn so much for it. Tell me, what was the hardest thing about writing the islands? I think the hardest thing is trying to make it something other than a political novel yes. or political treatise, but to make it a story about people. Mm. Um, I say that was hard, but really with the literary antecedents and with the idea of the particular characters I had in mind, they kind of worked themselves out. They told their own stories. Yes. So I have, it's called The Islands because it's not just the island that Bree arrives on. Yes. But two other islands as well. The island that's the Chinese base, they're near neighbours, although they never know that. <laughs> and a third island where two Westerners are, are residing, one of whom is a novelist writing about the South China Sea and indeed writing about the story of Bree. Oh, wow, clever. You're actually and, so clever. And um, trying to trying to make the very connections that I'm trying to make yes. in her own way. Yes. Wow, Anne. And, you know, what would you envisage that your readers are going to um, enjoy most about your book? Well, I hope it's... Um, we, we talked about whether or not it's a thriller or an action book or what kind of book it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope it's an intriguing book. It I sounds hope it. it. <laughs> a, sense of, a sense of going from very little information at the beginning, yeah. just like Bree on the beach where she knows nothing at all, Yeah. and gradually one layer after another being peeled away. Yeah. Um, so I hope there's a sense of intrigue. And a, a sense of connection of mm. how how this might connect and the, and possible ways of making that connection good, um, whether it's environmental or political or more ethical, come psychological. Yeah, wow. There's something for everyone in this book, Ian, and I think it uh, sounds quite unique in that way. Now we're all trying as authors to make that connection with our readers and something that will stand out and stick with them in their minds. Did you write this for you or for the world or who would you say you wrote this book for? Well, I definitely didn't write it for me. <laughs> um, I, I think the, my way of thinking is you write a book for the world, but, of course, only some in the world might find of it course. Yeah. Of, of interest. And so it's there. Yes. Um, to yeah. be to be discovered, to be read. Um, I hope to be enjoyed in the sense that one can enjoy a movie or a, a play that's rather unhappy at the end. Yes. Now, Ian, you know, obviously you are a great writer and your reviews um, have come in really strong even as a first-time author. Is there anything else that you are writing at the moment? There is. Great. Um, 
I, I mentioned that South China Sea I find particularly productive and interesting. Yes. And for me, of course, it's a real place, but it's also an imaginary place. I and, like it, yeah. And that I'm working in. Yes. And this is one of three attempts at exploring that imaginary place. Wow. And there's a little bit like Star Wars, if yeah. the genre is different. There's a book that will come before this and a book that comes after it. Oh, look at you go. <laughs> and I've, I've made a little progress with each. Some of the characters are the same, yeah, but mostly nice. not. That's so true. there's just, um, there are slight overlaps, strong overlaps in terms of location and theme. Yes. In terms of characters, just slight. So in terms of this novel and the one that will precede it, just two characters are the same and they both die in the first page. Awesome. <laughs> so it's not. Don't listen, so, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> in terms of the novel that follows it, um, there's just one character who is a major character in this book who will, will turn up in the next book as well. Wow. But you know what? Readers actually love that and love sort of unpacking clues along the way. So you sound like a very clever human, Ian, and it's uh, made it a bit challenging for your readers, and I think that's fabulous. That, again, will make your book very unique. Wow. Good on you. Well, Ian, I'd like to congratulate you on behalf of everybody. I look forward to following your journey and um, I'm excited for you um, on the brand new publication of your book, The Islands. Listeners, I encourage everyone to get out there and grab yourself a copy of Ian Saunders' books and help him and help all of us Aussie authors to be the best we can be. They're available online and at all good bookstores and right around Australia in libraries. Ian, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks, Carl. Pleasure. Take care. Good. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.